Janie, do you want us to change the temperatures? I'm in every moment of this after show at once with y'all listeners right now. This episode was a thermodynamic miracle. We are giving you our first reaction to the finale of Watchmen Season 1, Episode 9, See How They Fly. Tune in with us right now. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV Tick tock, 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 and time's up. Time is up. Nate Miller, wow. Watchmen finale just finished on HBO. We are giving you our immediate reactions. What's going on, y'all? This is the Watchmen after show. However, we are not doing the full-fledged after show today. We are just giving you our immediate reaction because this episode was so bonkers and crazy we just need to process it all. So we're going to have an after show for you a little later this week. It's going to be Tuesday at 9 p.m. PST with Tehran once he's back. But for now, I'm Ryan Nelson. I will be leading this after show for you today. Our reaction, we're so psyched. Our minds are blown from this finale. And I am joined by the incredible Nate Miller. He is a gigantic Washington fan, knows everything Damon Lindelof. Nate Miller, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Ryan. It's been an exciting season. We made it to the end. I'm shocked how how put together you are right now because I'm kind of all over the place. I feel like I just watched something absolutely mind-blowing. I was not ready for this. I I was not prepared. I was not in the mental headspace for receiving this information right now. How are you feeling? I mean, I was still kind of... I definitely was very surprised by a lot of things that happened, but I I I guess I was more prepared. This is what I was expecting was some mind-bending, some really very clever writing all these pieces falling together perfectly as they've been set up. Um, yeah, I there for me though, I'm, I'm just processing it right now. Cause yeah. we, you know, we just watched it and, and I'm, there's just, there's a lot, there's a lot. And like, lot I don't, I honestly don't know how I feel about a lot of things, good or bad. Um, I just, I can't wait to watch it again and actually be able to like pick it apart and like breathe with it and live with it and then kind of see where it goes. Right, and again, that's why we're not calling this the official after show for this episode. We are going to do that in two days, just because we need to rewatch this. We need yes. to really dissect it, figure it all out. So today, just on the docket for the show, we're going to be giving you whether or not we felt this finale was satisfying, our thoughts on the season as a whole, and then we're going to be breaking down just Damon Lindelof and his writing, how this compares to his other TV series, his other stories he has told, and we'll be just talking about the season and, and all of our thoughts on these bold choices with this Watchmen series on HBO. So let's get right into it. I mean, our immediate reaction once the episode ended, we stand a lot while we watch the show just because of where the TV is. There might be like a slight glare. We turn off the light near us. We really make it as cinematic as possible. But I was just standing because I didn't know what to do with my body at certain moments throughout this episode. <laughs> I, I really, the the amount of complicated storylines that are also simultaneously just beautiful in this show is Mm -hmm. absolutely tremendous i mean what was your reaction once the episode ended um i don't know i'm i mean initially i was just my my big concern with this finale was that i you know don't hate me i don't want a season two especially if damon didn't write it intending there to be a season two Mm. like i don't want I would rather it just have one perfect season and be great than 
have one perfect season and then just be running to the ground until we get a season eight Game of Thrones. Mm. Like, you know, sometimes you have to just let things be what they are. So that's so what's for in your me, head the whole time? Just, yeah. So if, wow. the end, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about this is the end game just because in the same way, it's like when you read the when you read the book, when you read the last issue of Watchmen, mm. it's the last issue. Right. There's nothing else. The and like now we have this. But even then, this kind of works. This, I mean, not kind of. It works as its own self-contained story. And it tells you enough of the previous events for you to pick up on it, even if you've only seen the show. Um, so for me, the integrity of the story, just as important as the show being an homage to the book, the story needs to be an homage to the original story. And it needs to have a beginning and an end. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to really the whole strength of this show is is if they land the ending and I like I said I still kind of up in the air there's some things I'm not crazy about some things that I really loved um, I need to watch it again right to really get the specifics yeah I, I also I, I really want to watch the whole thing again I probably yeah. I won't have time to do that before we do the thing but that's definitely next on my list I mean it's well, what's interesting, you say, you know, that it needs to end. The description for this episode, if you go on, like, TV Guide or IMDb, it says, everything ends, period, for real this time, period. Like, that is the description, even though the title of the episode is See How They Fly, and all the HBO advertisements are like, season one, season one, inferring there might be multiple. I think I'm with you there. Again, I want to watch it all. And, I mean, we'll talk about it later when we're just deep diving on Damon Lindelof, drink one. Uh, but I think... I, my, my confidence in him, he can really do no wrong for me at this point. But, man, my reaction rate when this ended was just, I was kind of in awe. And we've had that feeling, I feel, in different episodes throughout this season. But I never really expected, he's been making bold choices mm-hmm. throughout the entire show. Yeah, every, every episode is a bold choice. For sure. But this one was that times 20. There yeah. were just bold choices everywhere, and it really tied everything together. Yeah, well, you reach a point, too, like where you can only tiptoe around what you're working with for so long, especially if you're trying to make something meaningful. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's, when you look at, like, where Watchmen came from, at, when Alan Moore originally had this idea, he wanted to use these characters that his comic book label had bought recently um and these were already established characters that he essentially wanted to break and make them into these you know broken human characters right and the label was like well no that's gonna it's gonna literally cost us money because these are invested (laughs) so you can make new people and you can so that so these are these characters come based on something that already exists so in the same way he's taking these characters from another work of art as as much as it is a sequel it's not made by the same people so it's 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 he's in he's being heavily influenced by it right definitely so to take these characters you have to in the same way you have to kind of break them and that's kind of what we saw like in the end like lori is a perfect example of that we see how she's changed in the way that Big she time. is and kind of we get more understanding into that especially with the ending hmm. um you know seeing looking glass and angela's arc and like but also at the end of the day when you're talking about watchman characters like there's a literal god walking around so he's very important so something was going to have to happen with manhattan and this is just a i mean it's definitely a bold choice right for sure sweet quick question and i'm gonna ask this to the chat as well we have over 137 people in the chat right now thank you all for tuning in and again we're gonna be here back on tuesday at 9 p.m with tehran and we're gonna be 
deep diving into every element of this episode. We're kind of just giving a reaction right now. But please type if you satisfied or unsatisfied in the chat. I want to do a little bit of a poll. Was this finale satisfying? When it ended, when you saw the credits, did you have that satisfied feeling? Were you overjoyed? Or were you dissatisfied? Were you expecting more? Were you satisfied, Nate? Um, initially, I would say yes. Yeah. But upon further review no, on no, Tuesday, no, no. maybe. Yeah. Yes. We'll I see. reserve. Yeah. I reserve mean, the right to change your mind. Yeah. I'm. I'm sure that I don't. I would be shocked to to watch it again and be like, all right, I've decided this sucks. I hate it. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. I think I may have. You know, I can be contrarian, so I may have some nitpicks about stuff. Yeah. But on a whole, I feel very confident that it's going to stick up to multiple viewings. I think it is a good ending to the story. It. It. Yeah, it's there's solid. just it's just so much too, and like there's it it the, the show's had a constant pace throughout the series, but on this it's like literally packed. It's fast. It, like like I kept watching. Every and I was line. like, is this? It feels like I'm wa- we've been watching like an hour and a half, but it's only a bit. And it was it's like an hour and ten, I think, or it's something like that. But man, like wow, wow, we got a ton of people in the chat just saying if they're satisfied or not, and some people are typing the songs. To, I mean, the lyrics to "I Am the Walrus." Um, we got Jay Santi satisfied. Ricky reasons um, for unsatisfied ricky say why uh i'm really interested so same with robbie martin unsatisfied miss coco brown satisfied gerald pina's super satisfied bruce williams satisfied a lot of satisfieds but it's a little more mixed than i kind of anticipated so Corey adams says i feel like it's what you get when you try to adapt the watchman story in anything it doesn't work and if i hear quote a bold choice (laughs) one more time to explain why you feel let down unsatisfied nice i mean i don't think i was using for to see why i'm let down i think i just really i i guess i would i underestimated damon a little yeah. i really did not just hearing him praise how much he loves this graphic novel which by the way we have issue three of a re-release print from uh, watchman here courtesy of uh laura graham so thank you laura and if you're watching this shout out to you laura graham but um it's just so amazing how this this graph this sequel series i think really has uh honored this graphic novel in every way it can. While also, I think, doing a great job with these new characters, I did get a sense, and I was thinking this uh, while watching tonight's episode, I was like, wow, they are really staying on the old characters other than, like, Lady True and Angela. I just didn't feel like a lot of the new characters, they kind of fell by the wayside a little bit for me. Like, we Hmm. we didn't... Maybe I wanted a little bit more payoffs. What new characters, though? I mean, Looking Glass... We kind of, he had an arc, but he's still kind of just there in this. And I but was, he's there for a specific reason. He's he has there. the wrench moment. No, but he's he's there. The important reason for him is he went back to get the evidence, right? To try to do something for Vite. Like that's this is him. Like it's that next step beyond the like recovery of realizing that all that stuff is a lie. Now is his full recovery. He's, well, he wants to try to do something about it now, so right. that's why he went back there. Thank God he did. It was right place, right time. But like, there is a there is a meaning and reason to that. I, so I he's definitely there. Not, he's, not, yeah. and he's you know him being involved with that group that he is in is no is no small feat. So not a small feat. I guess for me though, it just didn't seem as important as a lot of the other stuff going on. And I'm not I'm not really saying that as a major critique. I just maybe wish that. I, I cared a little bit more about it. That might just be a personal thing okay. on my end, but um, that's like the one thing that was popping in my my mind. I was absolutely blown away by what they were doing with Doctor Manhattan and Angela here. Mm-hmm. And ju- again, you were talking about the whole time we were watching. You're throwing out 
connections to the comics. And I'm like, oh my god, he he's saying like the line of dialogue about um, it was Janie, yeah, just so beautiful. And then what an incredible line of dialogue. Maybe my favorite line of dialogue in all of 2019, where he just goes, "I'm living every moment with you simultaneous right now," and that's the last thing he says. Oh my goodness! And the egg and omelets. You got to break a couple of eggs to make an omelet. Or to make an omelet, you got to break a couple of eggs. They also said that in Succession this year. So it's like an HBO theme. Thoughts on on how that's tying on together. Should we just talk about the ending, man? Like, is, did she yeah. walk on water? That was a Sopranos, talk about, a Sopranos ending, dude. Cut to black. Yeah, it's more of an Inception ending. You know what happens in Sopranos. They kill him. Yeah. They shoot up the whole Well, I, well for this, I kind of feel like I know she walks on water. That's kind of how I feel. Do you feel differently? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't know. I need to watch it again, but I don't... Because they do have that line that Adrian does say, for anyone who wants to pursue the power of a god, they shouldn't have it. And in a way, her eating that egg, eating that yolk, is kind of her wanting that power. Yeah, I was thinking about that while it was happening, and I... To her credit, I think it has to has more to do with her grief and loss and wanting to be close to him than her wanting to be like, all right, now's my chance to have the power and be a god. Um, my concern is just the thing that made Dr. Manhattan, Dr. Manhattan and like his attitude and the reason why he didn't help people and really do stuff was because of, I mean... It's because of the power. Being, seeing time that way, understanding the things that I understand, having that power, shedding your humanity, mm. you you're not going to be the same person that you were before. So like, I don't see any reason why if there's another Doctor Manhattan, somebody else gets the powers. Why it would be any different than when John had the powers? Uh any different? How any, are you talking about any? Different like I mean, for... in terms of like what they would what they would do their actions caring about humanity and like you you this idea that you're gonna get these powers and then rule over people like once you get the powers you don't you're not gonna care about if people worship you or if people because you actually might challenge that beneath you i might challenge that because i think well that's what adrian was saying though when he was what dr manhattan says that's what he says to adrian but but you see dr manhattan got those powers by accident, got him a fool. He wasn't pursuing the power of a god. Yes. Unlike Lady True, who is trying to get those powers this episode, and that's why she had to be stopped. Anyone who pursues getting the powers of God definitely has a narcissistic intent. So it could be a negative impact on humanity. And I'm not saying, you know, Dr. Manhattan, obviously, once you have those powers, he, he didn't care as much. But his one weakness, though, his, not weakness, but his one sense of humanity was that love he had for Angela and Lori in the past. So I don't think, I do think it's different if uh, someone gets those powers and they're not actively pursuing them versus someone who is pursuing the powers and voluntarily takes that egg. Hmm. I, I mean, it's an interesting conversation, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I didn't see that necessarily coming unless it was what you were just saying. I just don't, want to be closer to him. I just don't see how that is a, the end game of how that's a good thing. She mm. has these kids to raise. She has a whole yeah. life. And he he is suffering through this. Like, he's not... You don't see him going through the book smiling about what he can do and the life right. that he has. So I find it very hard to believe that he would subject Angela to that. Right. I don't know. I mean, 
obviously they made the choice of making it ambiguous for a reason. Um, I, I'm really curious what that reason is. I need to do, you know, my due diligence and watch again and do some research because everything is a reference to something. Right. Even like the songs, the score this episode was incredible. My My one complaint was I did feel like they relied a little bit too much on actual songs when like the score that Trent and Atticus have been doing is incredible. And I was really looking forward to that. But I know that each of the songs has a specific significance, which I can definitely appreciate. Yeah. And this episode looked so Dude, this was so well shot. I mean, this show. I've never seen a blue dick that looked so good in my life. (laughs) Yeah. It was funny because they they kept like they kept like framing it where like you couldn't really see it, and I was like, nice. And then they were just like, like, nope. But it was a soft roll. Because well, it was no, in the first, background. Yeah. Well, they kind of like they shifted angle, and then they just thought you just got a little tip, and then like a little shaft, and then they did the dick. I was like, full frame. Yep. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, my man. Yeah, they were not. I mean, good, good, good for them. Um, a lot of people in the chat sharing their thoughts on this. Uh, the relationship starts starts and stops with an egg. Great point. Uh, also, some people theorizing it's not that she wanted the power of Dr. Manhattan. I think she was just curious to see if it worked. <laughs> I think you still have a bit of a moral quandary there, like you were saying, like raising the kids and uh, and, and also that he's gone. <laughs> to me, as an ending, the idea that, especially as like a book ending for Watchmen, mm. that you know the the god is dead right right like it's it's Lori's joke that's the other thing that i didn't realize until i was oh, literally walking here yeah. and i was like they're gonna the a god is gonna die i wasn't sure if it was gonna be manhattan or if actually they transfer over but like they're that's that's why she's there because that joke that they because the joke that she tells is about killing a god right so like it's there's so many fucking layers, it's dude. It's crazy. Oh my god, it it's so onion, good. like ogres. Uh, still going to the chat here. <laughs> real MVP for yeah, yeah, absolutely the real MVP. Um, don't think she gets his full capabilities if she did eat the egg, is what uh Lula Joy is saying. But it would be some form of them. I mean, I don't know if you can just give some some of them and not all. He he was saying the powers would be in that egg. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's all very unclear exactly how his powers work. Theoretically, he can control his own, he can, he can manipulate atom and matters, including his own at a subatomic level. Mm. So uh, that allows him to uh, create things and adjust himself however he chooses, how he can use that to impart powers to another person. I'm not quite sure, you know, science fiction, but uh i don't know i need i need to watch like and there was so much dialogue like great great dialogue but like packed with information and like references and and images and like newspaper things and like there's so much to and great little easter eggs in the background i remember even when they're running walking out of the theater after the uh the storm if you will it did say dr m on the lights of the theater i guess certain lights were knocked out but dr m was not uh, for Dr. Manhattan. And also her kid sees the costume when uh, they're going through the police station, which I thought was... Like, there's just so many great things happening here. I and then I am understand. the walrus in the credits. Like, what's... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just don't understand, like, how that killed him. 
she like pulled the energy out of him and like he dissipated. Killed who? Manhattan. Oh, Manhattan. Okay. Like they're friend Keen. And then who popped like a grape is what she said. I just don't understand why he can't reassemble himself. I don't. I don't get it. I think what was different from Adrian's machine at the end of the Washington graphic novel versus hers was that she was literally transferring it. And I think within that transfer, that's what what really took it out of him. I think also it, he was yeah, human the for lithi- a second there. The lithium thing, that also, I, I didn't like that they did that. The lithium? No, that, that he turned back human for a little while. Mm. I mean, I guess if he was, if he, because he didn't, he didn't, like, go into that dead body. He just took that body's shape. Right. So, like... If if his powers are all being taken away from him and he's trapped in this lithium cage, but he can still change what he looks like, like right when he's about to die. Yeah, it's, a, just, little, it's a little gray. To area. me, that was like it. It was because it looks good. It makes the emotional moment yeah. moment better, especially for the actor. Wow, we have 249 people in the chat. Holy cow, y'all. Watchmen finale. Please hit that like button. That's going to help the show a lot. Also, subscribe. We're on iTunes, so please subscribe there. Leave a five-star rating, and we will give you a shout-out on Tuesday when we are doing our official after show at 9 p.m. with Tehran, who is out performing. So, uh, shout-out to Tehran. But again, this is just our brief reaction. And please keep commenting down below your thoughts, your immediate reactions from this episode. Nate and I will shout a few of you out, and we're, we're just reveling in the season that was Watchmen on HBO. Nate, I just wanted to pivot now to um, the season as a whole. And I, I know we've kind of given our thoughts on like, yeah, this was solid. I need to reevaluate it. I'm just thinking about moments from this entire season that I thought were just brilliant. And um, I'm curious if there are any major uh, unanswered questions, because that's one thing, you know, Damon Lindelof in the past He's been criticized a lot for that by, you know, he, he asks a hundred questions and might answer like 50 of them and i would say like 89 89 i mean and some of these questions in my opinion don't matter but to a lot of people they do and this is a lot of flack he got with the loss some with the leftovers i think this show a little different from a lot of it from his other works he's really done a great job of answering a lot we have someone in the chat saying lube man where is lube man if you go on pdpedia you might get some answers on lube man just an FYI, but uh, were you were you sad we didn't get Lube Man, Nate? Uh, uh, sad is not the word I would use. I definitely thought he might pop up a little bit, might um, lube up a little. But it, you know, again, it's very fitting. I mean, that's how the world works. You get questions you don't always get answers to. Sometimes things happen and they're not related, but they're there. And it's I think that just adds to the realism of the show i don't think that this is a tease and that in season two we'll right. find out who lube man is i think maybe it's pd maybe it's pd and maybe i, I haven't i haven't checked the pdpd yet so i don't know yeah. if there is some confirmation after this episode but like you said earlier like i don't want to say it doesn't matter because i don't <laughs> like like oh it doesn't matter but ultimately like it doesn't it doesn't matter in terms of everything that was going on Right. Although I wouldn't be surprised to rewatch the show and find out that there was something that we missed that is like, hi, like a, someone's oh. holding a sign going, hi, I'm Lube Man. I'm and Lube like, Man. we like 
completely missed it. It's been so incredible. Um, you, so I'm just looking back in the chat. A lot of people are thinking, I'm Lube Man. I can tell you this. That's right. Lube Man is in all of us. I'll hold a press conference, and I'll reveal that there after I eat a cheeseburger like Iron Man. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the honest truth is there's not any major questions that were left unanswered for me. I thought this series did such an incredible job. Again, we're going to rewatch it, but... I immediate thoughts is just satisfied. I am satisfied with how this all played out. I'm sad that we're not getting another one this this coming week. And I think it's telling that a nine episode season really shows that they didn't want to have any fat. Like they weren't ordered. Hey, you get 10 episodes. This was definitely a, I only need nine or I just need nine like this. It's really, you don't get a nine episode season that often. And I think that's a testament to the writers. It's not just Damon. There's there's a ton of writers. Um, and just how they're telling the story at their own pace. They're very much doing their own thing. And it wasn't really, I think, by committee. Wouldn't you say? Would you agree? Um, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I felt like the number nine was just just as a reference to... in the In the Watchmen series... The standard panel format that they use is a nine-panel format for every page. Um, and there's very few v- deviations from that. And when there is, it's for very specific moments when they really want to grab your attention. It's mm. a very, very cool design trick um, that was just executed very well. It's one of the reasons why Watchmen is a masterpiece outside of just the art and the writing, just the way it's put together. Mm. Um, so for me, I just always assume that the nine episodes were just to mirror the nine-panel structure um, Interesting. From that, I bet it's both. I mean, everything yeah, I'm, they do is so layered. Yeah, I mean, it, that could have also just happened to be a nice coincidence that that works for them as well. Right. And I mean, another thing about this this season that's just been so incredible is like you were talking about earlier, the music as well as the score and the songs they've used, just having all these double meanings. I mean, I think we had like seven songs with the word "blue" in it last week, just because it was a Doctor Manhattan episode. What I found to be really incredible was there were a lot of elements they introduced just last week in the episode that played majorly into this, and it felt like we knew it the entire season. The information we learned, just because it takes place in the past, it makes us feel like we've known it the entire length of the show. Yeah, and there's also a lot of references, too, that we didn't know were references because we didn't have the full context. (laughs) That's a great point as well, yeah. Yeah. The, The references and callbacks have been off the hook this entire season and just also who you value and think is an important character has kind of changed episode by episode i want to just highlight a few of the actors real quick regina king this was i mean oscar winner of course from if Beale street could talk but this was amazing i can't even think of another performance season long and there's some episodes she's only in for two minutes but her presence is known I thought she killed it this season. I think she's a lock for an Emmy, and I bet she's favored to win. This was an incredible performance, and maybe her best work. How do you feel? What was your favorite performance? You weren't into it? What's I'm... going? What's that look you're giving Regina King right now? <laughs> Are you get... seeing this chat roll? <laughs> I'm going to get murdered, but I don't, I don't think she's bad, but I don't think that she's like exceptionally good in this show i don't think it i think she's just got a grip nate she's just kind of there everything just kind of happens to her she's just kind of there yeah she's she's she gets angry and then she says what the fuck and then she shoots people no i think you're quoting the chat roll for what you're saying right now (laughs) 
I think that's what. Look, man, I'll take I'll take the heat. I take stand the heat, I'm man. I'm just saying that there's there was a lot of great spectacular performances on the show, and I would not. You're not her putting list. hers up there. No, I don't. I think it was okay. I don't, I think it was it was served the role perfectly, but I was not like, wow, she's. This so, is like, blasphemy. I know. I'm a terrible person. I I really th- and I also think just, <sighs> Ozymandias feels ripped right out of the comic and everything he did this episode i thought he had some incredibly comedic moments uh, throughout the entire season but that that feeling of awe he got just coming out of the spaceship and they're just rinsing him off and he can barely talk they give him some water i love the emotional arc between him and lady true which again we we you did predict this nate miller you did predict that that was his daughter and it ended up being what, i mean they told us last week basically. what did you think of how they showed uh her becoming his daughter does that make sense yeah that was uh i mean unexpected as, as soon as she popped the safe open i saw the vial i was like oh that's because at first Really bad. At first, I thought that. At first, I thought it was Lady Trio, like just like a younger right. Lady Trio. But then I was thinking, like time wise, that would make sense. And then I was looking at the glasses, and I was like, "Oh, that's Beyond." And then I was like, "Well, shit, I know it's about to go down now." And we knew some significance with the mother had to be I mean, in there, right? Yeah, yeah. And that <laughs> happening like there again, and the squid is there too, and like showing the lab and everybody that's working there, right. And while they're filming and she it, she only lived because she left before he did the thing, because he killed everybody else that stayed yeah. there. And he—that's a great point too. It actually reminded me a lot of Lost when, because uh, they show some videos from the Dharma Initiative throughout the season, and right. then when they go back, they show them actually recording Making them. The videos, yeah. That was so Losty in my opinion. I just really thought that was an amazing detail. Um, also, the password for the computer. Is the same is the same password from the comic being a Ramsey two, mm-hmm. um, just the detail in this show is really quite amazing. Yeah, the uh, the chat is going off. I don't know if you've noticed. Uh, apparently, it looks like <laughs> about the Regina comments. That's okay. <laughs> Tweet at him, I'm y'all. Not, I'm not looking at that. Uh, apparently, I'm looking at the the Pedipedia, and there's a very interesting document that everyone should take a look at. Do tell the show. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's a long memorandum. Uh, about Dale Peaty, uh, written by Max Fargot, who's the deputy director of the FBI. It also mentions uh, what happens to Lori after the end of the show as well. Holy so, cow. I mean, that's another testament to this show is even when it's not airing, there's stuff online that, that they have made, Pedipedia being the website where there's just this all, all this extra stuff. What's incredible, just now we're going to Damon, I think, just wrapping up this reaction. Um, what's so incredible about this entire show is if you've never even read the graphic novel, you could watch this show and get something out of it. And if you have read it, you're going to get so much more out of it. But it's it's palpable. I think this is something that everyone can enjoy, something that everyone can be entertained by, and just all this extra media will only make you enjoy it even more, which mm. few shows can do that. Yeah. Um, and I, I, it's incredible. In nine episodes, you can just talk and get so much out of it. Wow, we got some people just going right. off in the chat. It's okay. Corey Adams got my back. He knows I'm right. 
Corey Adams, one out of 278. Don't say I hate black women. One out of 278. Again, thank you all so much for thank you all so much for joining. Please hit that thumbs up button. It helps our show a lot. And again, plugging our after show Tuesday at 9 p.m. with Tehran. We are going to revisit this episode. These are just our immediate reactions to this finale. And please sound off in the chat. Um, Going to Damon now. Where do you think this this season of television lies? In all, what's so Sorry, funny? I just, I just actually scrolled through and caught up on the chat. Yeah, they've been going off. See, uh, guys, he does care. I love that you guys feel so strongly about this show. I mean, they should because that was a really strong performance by uh, one of the world's finest performers, which is Regina King. Um, where do you think this season of television stands in terms of other works that, uh, that HBO has done and also with Damon Lindelof? Um, do you think that this is a series... That is going to satisfy more than uh, a lot of his has in the past. Uh, I think yes and no. I think it's it's a little bit more accessible than some of the other stuff he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think in order to really enjoy it, it does ask a lot of the viewer, especially if you're not already an invested Watchmen fan, you're familiar with the comics. Um, to really get its most out of it, you've got to read the book. you got to read the PDPedia stuff that they release every week. Um, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I just think that that, gives, that makes it a very niche market. There's a, certain, like, of, there's a certain group of viewers that don't like to be force-fed their story. They like to be challenged. They like to work for their story. I'm one of those people. I like questions that make me think. I don't like watching a show and being like, well, well I know what's going to happen because I've seen this kind of show over and over again. Mm. Um, so I really appreciate that. But especially with the way that it ends, it's a heavy philosophical thing. And especially if this is the one season, um, I think some, you know, it's not exactly a happy ending. It's not a sad ending. It's not exactly a happy it's an ending. ending though. It's an ending. It's an ending ending. So I don't know. I think for me, it's up way up near the top for HBO shows. But I think for the average person, it's going to be one of those things of like, um, I think like, you know, three or four years from now, I'm going to say like, oh, but did you watch Watchmen? And they're going to go, no, I, I didn't see it. I'm I like, it. dude, you got to watch it. And right. they'll be like, oh, okay, all right. I really do think this is going to stand the test of time. Um, I think people, I think this is, is, is more accessible while also being the most complicated thing he's probably ever worked on. I think that people... The most amount of people will like this show compared to his other shows. However, I do think it's the gift that keeps on giving with all this extra media and that PDPedia, the graphic novel, all this other stuff will only make you enjoy it more. And if you're into the show and haven't read the graphic novel or gone on PDPedia, this finale will probably intrigue you enough to go visit that work, which I do think is the best part of this show and that people who normally wouldn't have read that graphic novel now just might be tempted to we are out of time nate miller i know we did it this is our reaction again just plugging our after show tuesday 9 p.m tehran will be here we're going to dissect the entire season as well as this episode this finale but until then nate miller it's miller time where can people find you you can find me everywhere at dog like nate that's dog with two g's Make sure you hit me up and tell me why I'm wrong about Regina King. We yes. should have a nice, healthy, totally civil internet discussion. I will like all of those tweets if you tweet your hey, thoughts. Hey, whoa. Whoa. Don't. Almost all. Probably shouldn't promise that. <laughs> yeah, but, don't uh, encourage. But you know where you can tweet me is at Ryan Nilsen, R-Y-N-I-L-S-E-N, on Twitter and on Instagram, at Ryan Nilsen, N-I-L-S-E-N, underscore 
We love Watchmen so much. This episode this season was incredible. We are floored by it. And again, tune in to us on Tuesday at 9 p.m. for our official after show. Until then, TikTok, 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 TikTok. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 